Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode four. Thank you guys so much for being here this week. I think that I am finally getting the hang of this. It's been a little bit of a journey learning about how I speak on a microphone to everyone and just learning about my breathing habits when I speak. So I'm really excited that I get to keep growing and I get to keep learning. And through this process, you guys are all here with me. I tried to record this episode probably like five times yesterday, and for some reason, I could not do it. I don't know if I was getting anxious or nervous, but I would get like 15 minutes in and then I, I would run out of things to say, even though I literally have a sheet of paper with my episode planned out in front of me. I, I just didn't know how to keep going. So today, I just came at it with a whole new headspace. I cleaned my room before I started. I saged it. I lit some candles. I really set the vibe, and I think that I'm ready to get going on it today. In this episode, we're going to build off of some of the topics that we've been talking about in the last couple episodes. So we're going to talk about growing out of unaligned relationships, friendships, environments, careers, and how to let go. But before we get into that, I kind of want to talk about some things that have been going through my mind recently, because I think if I'm coming into this episode, I don't want to let go of the things that are just genuinely happening to me. And I want to continue to be vulnerable with my personal growth as we go through these episodes together. And this week was kind of hard for me. I took a job out of college with a sports team here in Chicago. And I was just trying something new. I was like, this is exactly what I went to school for. I think I'll be good at it. Let's just see how it goes. And over time, I think that I've just realized that it's not filling up my cup as much as I want it to. And when I spread myself too thin and I work too many hours for this job, I find myself getting really emotional. And I'm not really one who like breaks down and cries a lot. But I have been crying at least once a month these days. Like since I took this job, I've been crying once a month. And I don't know if that's a sign that maybe I need to try something new or if it's just my body like regulating and releasing and trying to figure out, you know, what it is that feels right for me and releasing some of the old feelings that I have stuck. But all I know is that when I work too much on this one specific job, I get a little bit, you know, emotional and I cry when I get home and that's okay and I'm the type of person who I need to try everything before I know if I like it or not like I can't just decide that I like something or that I don't like something without trying it first and so this phase of my life that I'm in right now is really just like my try on for free phase you know like on Amazon Prime or Revolve where they'll send it to you and you can send it back if you don't like it without having to pay for it it's like that trial period to see if you like it or like your one week free period where I'm really just trying everything that sounds interesting to me to figure out if it's truly what I want to do with my life. I'm trying to not put a lot of pressure on myself to have it all figured out, but sometimes my thoughts get the best of me and that is okay. That happens to everyone as you continue to move forward with your life and you continue to try to change things and move into new paths for your life. It's okay to feel the emotions and to feel as if you're moving backwards one day, but once you let it out and you release it, I swear it feels so much better. After I had a good cry the other day, I mean, it's been like 10 times better. Today, I'm having a great day. It's my first day off of work, so I get to really just focus on things that are filling up my cup. I get to take care of myself and all of the things that I personally want to be doing in my life, and these are the days that really remind me of what I am 
doing this all for. I'm doing it for me and I'm doing it for the growth and I'm just doing it to see if I like it and that's okay. So let's set an intention for this week's episode as if I haven't already chatted your ear off. (laughs) But this week I'm going to set two intentions. My first one is going to be to take my own advice because like I was saying, I'm in this phase of my life where I think that I am outgrowing certain parts of my life, like my career and my environment, and I'm just trying to figure out what direction I want to take. So I want to take my own advice of what I'm talking about in this episode and apply it to myself as well. So that's my first intention. And my second intention is to clearly communicate the signs of growth in the process so that it's just more familiar and relatable and comfortable. I feel like sometimes I mistake growth for sadness or I mistake growth for like a low mental phase in my life. But when we're growing, a lot of the times, these old patterns that were happening in our life come up so that we can then release them and change our mindsets and change our routines around when they come up. So it can feel as if you're going backwards, but if you take different steps when you're triggered by those certain emotions or feelings to then move forward, it's a phase of growth and being able to let those things go because now you've made new decisions. There's a couple of signs that I know that I'm growing rather than I'm just sad. And so I want to talk about some of the signs to know if we've outgrown a relationship or friendship or your environment and how that might differ from a lower mindset. And then we'll talk about how we can move forward. Like what does letting go look like? What will it feel like? And what can you do with your time after you feel like you're ready to let go of those things? Like, how do I level up? How do I continue my growth? How do I move forward? We'll start with how do we know if we're growing? One of the biggest things for me when I realize that like I'm outgrowing a situation or an environment or even a person is that things that used to excite me feel really boring. So for example, in college, freshman, sophomore year, super exciting. I love going out every weekend. I love meeting new people. I love small talk. It's the bomb.com. And then senior year comes around and I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's boring to me. Like, I don't want to have small talk with the same people. I don't want to go to the same bar. I have outgrown that environment and I want something different, something that is more stimulating for my mind now that I've kind of left those old patterns in the past. Along with that, when I push myself into new and uncomfortable situations, I get a little pit in my stomach. Like it's a good type of butterfly, you know, when you're really trying to just move forward and do something that you haven't done before. I think that the nerves can be a motivational factor rather than a hindering factor. And so when you notice that you're not really getting butterflies or that little pit in your stomach, that you're not trying new things and life kind of just seems to be going the same and the same and the same and the same, and but you know you want more, then you know it's time that you can take that step to try something new or to add something new to your life while releasing maybe some of the things that aren't filling you up quite as much. And when it comes to people with the same feeling, I notice it when I'm talking to somebody and we're talking about the same things over and over again. It's just small talk. I don't see the conversation progressing into topics that I'm now interested in or that I'm interested in learning about. I'm not really inspired by the conversation that me and my friends are having or me and this person are having. And so that's when I know that it's probably time for me to just move forward. Like I'm getting bored with the conversation. I I genuinely don't know what to talk about with this person anymore. And they're not willing to grow with me and I'm not willing to open up enough to have a conversation about these deeper topics. 
And that's probably about where our friendship is going to stay at the surface level area. That's when it's time for me to just set my boundary and be like, okay, this isn't somebody that I'm looking forward to growing with or looking forward to keeping in my life for a really long time. So we'll leave our relationship where it is and I won't divulge a lot more energy into it. Another big sign for me is that after I leave a situation or hanging out with a person or a job, I feel if it's not aligned with who I want to be, where I want to be, I feel really drained. Like my energy is gone. I feel like I just had the life sucked out of me. If you're going into situations or hanging out with friends that are inspiring you and that are filling you up, you are feeding off of the energy of your environment and of your friends. And so you're going to leave there feeling like you want to take on the world, like you want to accomplish it all, like you just had a great conversation and you feel like you want to move forward and be your best self. But when you're going into situations or hanging out with people that aren't aligned with where you want to be, then you're draining your cup to lower your energy and lower your vibration to meet their level. So when you enter that situation, instead of taking energy from the situation or from the person because you guys are like motivating each other and having good uplifting conversation, you're lowering your personal vibration. So you could have gone in with a really good mood and then you're leaving in a slightly worse mood or just more tired or feeling drained after having that conversation or being in that environment. And that's a really good way to track if you are in situations or hanging out with people who you don't feel your best around. Because when you leave situations, you can ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? And if you consistently feel the same way over and over again, you can keep note of that and keep track of how you're feeling after you leave a situation. That's a good solid way to actually know if something is aligned with where you're at in life. The next one is that you feel like you don't have space to create new habits. So when you're growing You're changing your daily routines. You're changing little things in your life that you know over time will make a big difference. But if you're feeling stuck, it's because you don't feel as if you have the space to add those habits into your life or into your environment. For example, if you want to start going to the gym every day, but your friends are like, no, don't go to the gym. Like, we're going out. Come on, like, go shower and get ready. Let's go out. And you're like, well, I really wanted to hit the gym today. But your friends are consistently doing that then you and your friends are on a different wavelength. You don't have the space to create that habit of going to the gym with those friends because they're constantly going to drag you into those old patterns that you are now trying to escape from. And this could come from environments too. So in college, I had a job at a bar and I really wanted to make a solid routine for myself. In the morning, I wanted to wake up, you know, make my coffee, journal, meditate, just work out like feel good for myself. But I worked until three or four or five in the morning sometimes. And I didn't wake up until 11 a.m. or noon some days because I was just tired. I needed the rest. I'm somebody who is huge on sleep. I need like seven to eight hours of sleep or else I kind of feel like a zombie and a monster. At that job, I felt as if my life was kind of taking two different paths. Like during the day, I would try to be as healthy as I possibly could. But then when I got into work, I was eating snacks at 11 p.m. at night because my shift was just starting. And it was kind of opposite of where I wanted to be. And that's an example of how your environment could be affecting your growth or how you just know that you don't want to be in that environment anymore. And so the next step you're going to take is to be in an environment that aligns more with 
the goals that you're setting for yourself. One for me that comes up quite a lot, and this could be partially because of social media, like Pinterest is probably one of my favorite places to escape into my little magical fantasy world, if you've seen that TikTok. That is like one of my favorite places to go to visualize and create the life that I want for myself. It is a really good place to just create these little vision boards and just see like how beautiful and aesthetic life can be. And obviously life isn't always gonna be beautiful and aesthetic. Like you're gonna have your bad days, you're gonna have your ups, you're gonna have your downs. But like visually Pinterest, it just fills me up. I just, there's something about it that <laughs> it really, I love it. But when I find myself daydreaming a little bit too much about things that I don't currently have in my life, but that I find myself longing to have in my life, that's when I know that it's time to make a change in my daily life so that I can then achieve those things. I know that maybe something in my current life isn't going to get me to that beautiful visual goal. And so I need to make a little shift in my daily routines or add something new into my life to allow myself to get to that goal, to get to that dream. And I want you to know that when you have like a visualization or a dream or something comes into your head, even a thought that for a moment you feel passionate about, it's put there for a reason. All of these guides and all of these little thoughts and visualizations come to you for a reason because it is something that is possible to you. It's something that your mind is visualizing and that it wants or that it sees being possible for you. And you just have to decide if you wanted to grab hold of it and actually move towards it or not. So don't think that when you're visualizing all this stuff is like out of reach, it's just this dream life. Those are there for a reason and it's things that you can 100% accomplish and have in your life because your brain is already coming up with it. Your brain's already like, look at this life that we could have. But you're the one who has to make the choice to grab a hold of it and actually go after that. My final little tidbit about how to know if you've outgrown something, a relationship, a friendship, an environment, if you find yourself just consistently sad. I think that a lot of the time I mistake my sadness for other things when really I just feel stuck and that's causing me to be sad because I don't know what to do. I just feel stuck. And when I feel stuck, I need to make that choice to start moving forward, which is what we're going to talk about next. So how can we move forward then? If we're noticing that all of these things are kind of aligned with what we're feeling right now, it's hard to make the choice to leave people and places behind because you're like, well, these people have been with me for so long. And it's true. You, When you let go, it feels as if you're mourning. You've lost a part of your life because those people and those environments create who you are. You are a direct reflection of the people you surround yourself with and the environments that you're in. So when you're deciding to let them go and move forward from them, it's going to feel like you're losing a part of yourself. But when you let go of that part of yourself, you make room for this new chapter that is now going to be so much better. It's, it's so much better. <laughs> so when you're making that choice, it's hard, but the best way to do it is just to start. Realize where those little sad triggers are coming from or where you're feeling stuck and then assess where you want to be and find a small connection in between where you are and where you want to be and what you can do every day. When you start moving forward, you have to be grateful for what you're leaving behind. And this is kind of hard because a lot of the time when you're leaving behind old relationships or old friendships, they could have been toxic. They could have been things that were hurting your mental health, people who were 
putting you in a darker, harder place and you acted out of character or you acted in a way that you didn't want to act towards that person or towards that relationship because of the situations that you were put in. But you have to be grateful for the person that you were, even if you don't love the person that you were. You have to thank them for teaching you everything that they taught you, for the lessons that you learned in that phase of your life, and then you have to move forward from it. A lot of the time, for me personally, when I was letting go of situations where I acted out of character, I would verbally, like when that trigger came up and when that thought came in my mind, I would verbally have to say to myself, Olivia, I forgive you. I know that the way you acted in that situation was because your environment was pushing you to lower your mindset and you were in a darker place where you would not have normally acted like that. But your true self forgives the way that you acted and it forgives the way that you treated yourself and you treated that other person. And then forgive that other person. Verbally say, so-and-so, I am so sorry for the way that I acted and for the way that I was in that situation but I'm growing and I'm a different person now and I hope that you can forgive me for who I was in those moments. Allowing yourself to forgive and be grateful for what you're leaving in the past leaves you at a place where you have healed from those situations. You're not going to carry the trauma or the baggage from those old situations, from those old relationships, people's environments, career into this new part of your life and that is a huge step to take and honestly it's probably one of the hardest steps to take Because a lot of the time when you think about these old situations that you're moving forward from, it's going to trigger some baggage. But verbally communicating to yourself that you are sorry and that you love yourself even when you're not acting 100% in character, then it really comes down to loving yourself and loving your true self on the inside. And it's a great way to start. You'll feel more comfortable being selfish. You'll feel more comfortable to take that next step of taking the time for yourself because ultimately when you work on yourself something good is always going to come from it when you're letting go of those past situations or things that might not serve you anymore you might find yourself being a little lonely on like we've talked about before on your path to finding something different also affirm to yourself that you'll always be better for focusing on yourself never have i ever heard anybody say i'm so upset that i took that time for myself no who says that You're going to be better if you're focusing on yourself no matter what comes from it because you're going to learn more about yourself. And it's okay if maybe you let a relationship or something go and then later after you have healed and realized that maybe it was something you enjoyed in your life but you weren't fully grateful for it, you can go back to it and you can say, listen, I'm sorry that this was happening but I really think that we can move forward from it or try a different job in the same career path. You know, you don't ever have to leave anything once you've grown from it. You can always go back to it if you feel like you're in a mindset where that thing will continue to serve you, but in a different way. And finally, I just want to let you know that the only constant in life is one yourself. You are the only person who's going to be with you forever. Let me say that again. You are the only person who is going to be with you forever. So the only constant in life is yourself and change. That's kind of crazy because the only constant is change, but it's true. The only thing that we are absolutely sure of is that we are going to change, whether it be physically, whether it be aging, whether it be mentally, our thoughts, our actions, our bodies, they change over time. It is inevitable time passes no matter what. So the only thing 
that we can do is focus on ourselves and accept that change is going to happen and hope that we are making the best choices for ourselves while we are changing. When you let go of all those old places, people, habits, when you're working towards moving forward, know that once you create space for these new things in your life, they'll just flow in. Give yourself space for new opportunities, for new people, for new experiences to come into your life. You don't need to sit around and sulk and mourn that passing, which that is a phase. But once you feel as if you have gotten to a good place of accepting what was and now being able to accept what is, you can have so much more room for friends who do want to do the same things, careers that are aligned with your values, with relationships that make you feel loved and fill you up. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today is what can we do with our time after we remove ourselves from an old situation? Like I was saying before, a lot of the time our environment, our friends, our job, it defines our personality. We really build our character off of those certain traits or people in our life. So ask yourself. This could be done in a journal prompt or you could verbalize it to yourself in the mirror or you can just think it and sit with it for a minute. Ask yourself, what are the activities that I want to align with now? Maybe old Olivia, the activities she wanted to align with were making friends. And for her, that was going out and, you know, meeting new people. For her, that was, you know, having cute clothes so that she seemed like she fit in or this or that. But now... Who does Olivia align with? What does she want in her life? She wants to feel good in her own body and in her own skin. And so she, instead of going out all the time, she's going to make that time for herself. And she's going to go to the gym. Instead of buying all these clothes or this or that to make her fit in, she's going to set aside some time to figure out who it really is that she is and make choices about her wardrobe, about her appearance, based on who she wants to be, not based on fitting in. I talked a lot, and I think I talked really fast through all of that, but the ultimate goal of it was to know that when you are growing, it's going to feel uncomfortable, right? We've talked about that before. But you have to recognize when people, places, and things are no longer serving you. And it's okay to want to move forward from them and want to let them go, and it's hard. I understand it's so hard to let go of especially toxic relationships or friendships that you feel like you have to keep in your life, but knowing that you are worth it and you are worthy of this new love and of this new life will really help to guide your mental health in the place of wanting that for yourself as well. I hope that something from this episode might have resonated with you. I'm so excited when I get a message from you guys because I'm sitting here and I'm like, Um, I wonder if anybody's thinking the same way I do or if anybody even cares. And then I'll get a message and it'll make my day 10 times better. So thank you guys so much for sending me messages and for following along on this journey with me. I would love to keep interacting with you. Like, I want to know what you're liking and what you want to hear more about. That's my favorite part about this all. So don't forget to follow me. You can follow the podcast at listen.growingpains. I'll be sharing little graphics every week about the topics that we talk about as well. So if you're more of a visual learner and you want to see bullet points or if you want to learn a quick meditation or some self-affirmation or journaling prompts or things like that, I'll be posting all of that on the listen.growingpains Instagram. Or you can follow me at olivia.santelli, olivia.santelli, that's my name. (laughs) And I share a lot of the same content there, but you get a little bit more of a look into my life there as well. 
for now, I want to send you guys so much love, so much light. I want you to look in the mirror. Do it right now. We do this every week. Come on, look in the mirror. Say, I love you. I'm doing it. I'm looking in the mirror right now while I'm talking to you guys. And I'm saying, Olivia, I love you. It feels a little weird, but it's good. <laughs> and I want you to take a sip of water, move forward with intention this week. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm so excited that I get to talk to you guys and that we have opened up this conversation. So let me know what you're looking forward to. Take a look at the Instagram. And until next time, I love you. If that means anything, it's enough to stick around for. Peace out. Love you lots. Talk to you later. KK. Bye.